Today's AutoLine is coming to you from the Frankfurt Motor Show, where we're going to be talking to a couple of the top designers in the automotive business, including Jay Mays, the Vice President of Global Design for the Ford Motor Company, and Marco Tenconi with Maserati. Stick around, this is going to be fun. Now I'm with Jay Mays, the head of all design at the Ford Motor Company, and I do mean all design. Jay, thanks for taking the time to talk with me today. All the design you like. All the design I like, and I really like this concept car that you've got at the Frankfurt Show, the Evos. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, it's a uh, signal to where the next generation design language is going for Ford. Uh, we've been working on the DNA for this car for about two and a half years, and the great news is a lot of the DNA that you see on this car is going to be on Ford production cars. Not in four years time, but in about four months time. Four months time. So let's see, if I count out four months, that would be about the time of the Detroit Auto Show, by I'll, my reckoning. I'll let you do the math on that, but that would be very close, I think. Let's open the doors on this car, sure. because let's uh, have them. It, it's really dramatic. And uh, I love when you do gullwing doors. It really grabs people's attention. but. You're not really thinking about this for production, are you? This is no, more for a show car. This is Hollywood, and we always say uh, you've got to have some show business at an auto show, quote unquote. Uh, what this does for us is it allows journalists to and the public to come in, get a much closer look at the interior, and gives them an indication of where we're going uh, from a design DNA standpoint, not only in the exterior, but on the interior as well. And, you know, we've been talking a lot over the last several days about uh, creating a more visually premium design DNA for the cars, and we're trying to take that into the interior as well. Let's go to the front end, because I, I like, you know, what they call the, the front end graphic that you've got here. And what I find interesting is, for a while now, you've had this sort of uh, shape of the grill down lower in it. Uh, why are you bringing it up now? Well, for several reasons, really. Uh, we call that graphic the inverted trapezoid, uh, which sounds like designer speak, but that's, that's what we call it. Uh, you're right, that's been on our cars uh, in various iterations since about 2005, when we first introduced kinetic design uh, back in Europe. As that shape has migrated uh, to the U.S., because today you even find it on the lower of Fusion as well as Taurus in the U.S. market, we've thought that that's got some mileage. Uh, so as we decided what to do with it next, we said let's see what this is from a efficiency perspective. Because right now if you look at a lot of the cars on the road, there's too many openings on the front. They're not aerodynamically efficient because they're letting too much air in, into the car. So we've gone from two major grille openings on the front to one, which makes the car a lot more efficient aerodynamically, but it also looks more efficient because you've gotten less air openings. Now, hold on a minute, because you had the trapezoid bigger on the lower part of the, the front end. Now you've moved that to the higher up. To me, I, tell me, what is my eye seeing? Because to me, this looks actually cleaner. It looks more sophisticated. It, it what, does, what's my eye reading there? Your, your, your eye is reading exactly that, because that's the second point. Not only is this more uh, efficient, it looks more efficient, but it also looks more expensive. So we are, we are really interested in creating a more visually premium design. And by taking the trapezoid and inching it up on the front of the car, 
it starts to look more like a premium automobile. Now, the interesting thing also is you'll notice that the Ford Oval has come off the grill and has now become a beautiful piece of jewelry on the top of the hood, which is a very different uh, perspective than where we've been over the last years as the Ford Ovals continue to grow and grow and grow. That's still great for our trucks if you need a 14-inch Texas belt buckle, but I think for a visually premium car, we want it to be more like jewelry. And I always say, premium doesn't scream. Premium has the confidence to talk more quietly, and that's what we're doing here. And let's talk about the headlights a little bit, because in recent years we've seen giant headlights that even come back over the top of the hood or the fenders, and now you've got these sort of almost eagle eye or shark eye kind of look to it. Why that look? Well, again, we push the reset button, John, because if you look around the show, and I would include Ford in this, so this is a more of a criticism of the entire industry of which we're a part of, I think headlamps have grown to absurd proportions. Uh, some of the headlamps on the cars you see around the halls here in Frankfurt start at the front and they grow all the way back to the A-pillar and they serve absolutely no function other than as styling elements. Headlamps are supposed to shine light down the road. So with today's new LED technology, we're able to reduce down the height to a very, very small dimension. They're elongated and they're very precise. So we think that that creates a much leaner look and oh, by the way, happens to work with the smaller grill opening as well. Together, I think it creates a really modern front end. I agree, and what you're talking about is this graphic is what we're going to see showing up in production or something similar to this. This, this is what we call the new face of Ford, and in various iterations over the coming years, you will see this front end appearing on production cars. Let's go to the rear end, because okay. we gotta pick up some of the details there. And I love what you've done with the taillights on this car. And again, tell me what my eye is reading, but it, the shape, it just looks terrific to me. And I don't know what it is why I'm picking that up. Well, again, you're picking up a very thin tail lamp as opposed to very large tail lamps. Now, one of the reasons that we have smaller tail lamps on this car is because the, the trailing edge of this vehicle is about 200 millimeters lower than you would find on a, on a typical car of this size. It allows us to, to have a smaller tail lamp because the tail lamp has to eat up less visual space on the back of the car. Again, these are very thin, they're very what we call laser cut, and it, I think again, just exudes modern technology in a way that lamps on today's cars simply don't do. You know, I like how you say laser cut because that adds a look of precision to the car, and of course that adds to the premiumness, if there's such a word, that you're talking about. And it also adds to the technical feel of lamps, which, by the way, are technical, not style. <laughs> and I like, too, how you've, you've tied them together. Again, you know, a styling element, but why? Well, that's an element that just increases the width of the car. And what I spend a lot of time doing uh, when I'm driving down the road at night is I like to look at the down-road graphics of vehicles at night with just the lights on and see if you can identify them. So we're constantly experimenting with ways that if you saw a car 200 yards away on the freeway at night with the lights on, you'd still know what it was. And this allows us to do that. Now, isn't there a hint of this already? I, I wanna say the, the Ford Kuga sold in Europe has got something similar to this? Yes, the Ford Kuga has uh, some of this. You'll see elements of that also in, in an upcoming car uh, in about four months time. And so, 
even at night, we're going to start to see a uh, family resemblance with some of these design elements. Absolutely. So it's it's not just another car that's coming in four months, but we might see it go up and down the line? Uh, I wouldn't say that every design detail on this car is suddenly going to appear on one production car, but what you will see are many of the elements rolled out on vehicles various over the next couple of years. Well, good. Well, Jay Mays, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. It's going to be real exciting to see how Ford design evolves, design evolves right now. Well, we're very excited about it, and I'm glad we could spend some time with you this morning. Thanks much. Thanks, Appreciate John. it. Tenconi right now, the head of design for Maserati, also Alfa Romeo and Lancia, but right now we're talking about Maserati because you've got this beautiful SUV concept vehicle, the Kubang, yeah. and tell me about it. How concept is this or is this close to production, Marco? Yes, thank you. I think this is a very, is a challenging for us to develop a new Maserati, uh, not also in terms of design, but in terms of concept. This is a new concept for Maserati. This, the first Maserati SUV of the history. So, we're very exciting for the designers uh, working with me in my studio to develop this new product. The idea is to combine both uh, uh, original elements from the history of Maserati, from the Maserati that we know, like the Gran Turismo, the Quattro Porte, and to develop in a new way so, for instance, starting from the grill... The Let's idea, talk about that. It's very noticeable, yeah. very aggressive. Yeah, in fact, the grill is the, it's like the, the starting point of, of the design of the front. So all the lines are starting from the grill and flowing up over the hood, over the bonnet of the car, over the fenders. All the lights are designed starting from the, the grill and having this... Uh, uh, interesting and uh, dynamic effect. The idea is to have uh, the, the size of a real SUV but with the dynamic feeling of a sporty car. And you've achieved that. I mean, it, it has a very taut feel to it as if everything's been stretched very tight. Yes, it seems that something is uh, pushing uh, under the skin of the car. and Pushing giving, out through the grill. Yes, it's pushing through. <laughs> This is the, I think, the, 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 the feeling we would like to, uh, to have uh, on, the, on the car. Let's walk down the side here and, yeah. and talk about some of the design elements. You've added these fender vents, of course, too, which we see so yes. much I on think luxury cars these days. This is a very interesting element for the, for the Maserati design because we have on all, every, on all the, 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 the cars, so we have those vents on the side of the fender. But the, here the idea is to develop the design in a new way, so uh, we are a unique uh, thin element divided in three elements, in three parts, so the three divided pieces uh, of, of other cars here are reinterpreted uh, in, in, in a new way, like a unique element with this three-dimensional effect. Uh, one thing that I like very much uh, in the side of this car is that we try to develop the, f the, the idea of the fenders. Uh, all the sporty cars, especially the Italian sporty cars, uh, has, have 
uh, fenders with this feeling of muscles and this gives the sportness of, of the side of the car and uh, the idea here is to develop the sign we, we can find on, for instance on uh, the Quattro Porte or uh, the Gran Turismo in a new way the, the, the fender uh, is a muscle that is flowing in the side of the car like a unique line and in this sign I think we, we will see on all the, the family of the, of the new Maserati like a new family sign and One of the design cues that we'll see yes, on Maserati. Yes, it will. And I like how you started out very gradual and then it becomes yes. more and more pronounced. And this is also, for me, very important. It's a, an effect we want to, to develop. The idea that the, uh, the shapes uh, are uh, uh, changing, the, the lights uh, on the surfaces are, is changing when uh, you pass from the, the door to the fenders. So this gives a, a very dynamic and in my opinion also a little bit sexy effect on the surface. You know what I like about this too is it's got a very fast roof and yet it looks like you've got a lot of headroom in the rear seat. Yes, in fact the, here the, the idea uh, for the Maserati is not to have a, a car uh, talking about a SUV not too much boxy and not too much uh, like a coupe over a four-wheel drive base, so four-wheel drive base. So the idea is to keep enough roominess of the interiors with a very dynamic and sporty lines. So we try to underline this effect, putting this line that is flowing down to the back of the car and is closing giving the effect of a closed uh, tail like many sporty cars uh, of the past. And yet, even though you've got this, this line that helps take your eye down at yeah, the end, yes. you've left the roof and, up here too. And in fact, this was the trick we would like to, to make uh, in terms of design, the idea to, to give the feeling of a, a more uh, a lower and, and uh, dynamic uh, design. It really works. It tricks the eye, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then you get to the rear, and again, it, it feels as if all the lines have been pulled tight here. Yes. Like I, I told you before, the design of this car is starting from the front, from the grill. The grill that is the Maserati emblema is the starting point of all the design. All the lines are growing from the grill and flowing all over the car, and they are closing in the back. So it's like your eye is closing the design in the back so you have this effect of harmony in terms of, of lines in terms of design of the lights because the design of the lights is linked with the front but it is closing the design so the, the idea our idea in terms of design is that we want to to have a very balanced feeling of all the car and your eye is uh, going around the car without uh, having uh, not uh, any break in no interruptions no interruptions exactly what i find amazing is that the platform that this sits on is actually uh the jeep grand cherokee yeah and yet you've come out with a completely different look than the jeep grand cherokee yes we worked uh, on the on the base of the car and uh, the idea is, is just to, to work in a different way. 
because uh, obviously we, we want to have a different feeling of, uh, of the car. So playing with uh, mainly the same dimensions, uh, we try to have a more round effect in terms uh, of uh, mm, uh, plant uh, view of the lines and so gives uh, uh, to the people uh, a feeling of a more compact and dynamic uh, car. So uh, it was not so easy in terms of, of design exercise, but I think at the end we are proud to, to have you, done this. Well, well, you should be proud. I think you pulled it off. But Marco Tancone, thanks so much for taking the time to walk me around this beautiful Thank design you very of yours. Much. Thank you very much. Right now I'm with Peter Schreier, the head of design for Kia, who has absolutely transformed the way that this brand looks. Peter, thanks so much for taking the yeah, time to speak pleasure. with me today. What is this car? What do you call this? Well, it's a, it's a four-door, four-place sports sedan, where we also maybe want to, wanted to call it a coupe, but uh, we said it's, it's a sports sedan, which I, I think uh, describes it a little better. It's a GT, a like a classic GT. You know, let's talk about the front-end design because there's a lot going on here. And let's start especially with this, this grill graphic that you've made very famous for, yeah, for Kia is, right uh, now. It's yeah. on everything. Yeah, this is our signature grill that uh, we have on, on all our cars now. And um, I still like to experiment with it and, 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 and work on it because uh, it's, we have a very young history and we don't have this grill for a long time in this, this kind of phase. So we still need to learn about it and uh, evolve it and uh, try some more. And so we have this variation here with uh, very fast headlights and, and uh, you know, the, this grill also allows to put the, the Kia badge on top of the grill. So the grill stands for itself as a, as a graphical element. Uh, in this case here, it's, it's uh, closed, it's a closed surface because we don't really need that much air on the top here. The air more, more goes in at the bottom, so... And, and tell me what you've done here with this element. Almost looks like an air scoop on either side yeah, of the headlamps. It's, it's, it's Very so interesting the, design. So the air would go through and we have got those little winglets. And as you might remember, the key um, concept that we had, it also had this vertical kind of lines on it. So you sort of try to continue a kind of design language here. And maybe at one day you'll find it on a, on a production car too. Probably. <laughs> Probably, eh? Probably. Something along those lines, yeah. but this looks like it would be a little bit tricky to manufacture, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, here we have, we're talking about a concept car, and uh, when it comes to manufacturing, there's certainly a few things that you need to work on, and you need to probably alter or maybe take, take back a bit, and so... Uh, on, on a concept car you're more free and I think you should, we should allow our designers to play a bit because it's the only way you can find new things. Okay, now I notice there's no rear view mirror. Is, is this some sort of camera or what, what is this device yeah, that's uh, sticking out of little, the fender? Little horns here, little, little winglets are uh, the indicators and uh, rear view cameras at the same time. So in the interior on the door there is a little screen and uh, so you, you have less drag because you have no more mirror, less noise as well and uh, you can see the image of what's next to you or what's behind you 
on the screen inside. I love it because it adds to almost a, an, an airplane yeah, like yeah, look I mean, to the car with the turn signals and the camera all built into one. Yeah, we were a little bit uh, also inspired not only by the by the classic GT cars but also a little bit by aeronautical themes. You know, I'm a flying enthusiast and so. Um, also, the, the wheels have this kind of propeller shape. And, oh, they do? And, uh, Boy, do they ever look like a propeller. Let's look inside uh, this vehicle, too. And, of course, you've gone with suicide doors with no pillar for the concept yeah. car. Yeah, sure. You know, for a, for, a, uh, for a concept car, you can really show, you know, generously show about the interior. Um, for a production car, it, it's, it's, prob it's possible to make it. The only thing is you would add quite some weight. So this is a matter of of uh, uh, you know decision if you want to do it or not technically it's 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 not a problem of course it would allow uh, uh, easy access uh, to the interior. Oh, it'd be terrific, but yeah. as you know, for safety and rollover and all that, it's very difficult it, to do a car it's, without it's, the it pillar. It is a bit tricky, of course, yeah. And you need a lot of uh, uh, stiffening elements. And so now this tell me a, about the, the, this gold sort yeah. of uh, covering that you've got on the yeah. seat. Actually, it's supposed to be copper, but in this light it comes out very gold. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so we tried to uh, combine the X and interior with, uh, with a seam, so we also did this uh, uh, color on the, on the exterior, on that, on that uh, line, which is normally a chrome line. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, also in, in concerning colors and materials, I like to experiment. And I, I like to give our designers a free, a free hand to to, to play, um, because only this way you, you find things that you can maybe later use for production. And here we have um, this kind of gold copper seats um, in the front, but in the rear they're just black. So we we, we separated the, the the front and the rear to make the car a little more sporty and give it a different kind of of split up. And and um, also uh, the material on the on the door panels. It's a, it's a black, uh, uh, like a leatherette material, but if you buff it in, in, in certain places, uh, the copper tone comes through. And Boy, that's, that's a beautiful blend quite, from black quite interesting, to copper yeah, tone. And that's uh, something that uh, our color and trim uh, team found at the, uh, at the um, furniture show in, in Milan. You know, this, this kind of ideas, and, and uh, so we tried to transform uh, it into a car. And uh, I think this way we, we, uh, we find interesting new things. And what is interesting about the interior too is something more technical. We have a T OLED um, instrument in three layers. So um, that is uh, quite spectacular. And if you sit uh, on the driver's seat, they, they, they come, they, they match. They sort of blend together. It gives a very three-dimensional effect. So that's really a, a Even from a here, it looks cool. very three-dimensional. Yeah, it, it's a it's very uh, spectacular idea. And, uh, we worked together with a, with a Korean supplier and uh, they helped us a lot and I think the result is really nice. It, it, it is, it's stunning. And then even the foot pedals, the gas pedal and the brake are something very different yeah, than what you uh, see. Yeah, we, we uh, tried to give them all, everything a, a, a nice shape, the steering wheel with a full uh, uh, metal piece there. Uh, but in general, we try to keep it simple and, and uh, rather reduce the amount of switches to, to keep it keep it clear and simple. Mm -hmm. This is also something I'm aiming at for, for production cars. There's so many buttons and switches on today's cars. You, I'm sure, want a much yeah, cleaner you, you, look. You get, I, want a, I want a cleaner look, but also an easier way of how to use it, you know, to mm -hmm. by, by, by reduction and make it more clear.
and safer this way. Mm -hmm. It is. Let's go back to this copper look because it's it's almost got a brass look. And of course, yeah, as you know, yeah. you almost have to go back before the 1920s to have that brass look. <laughs> yeah, Do you think yeah. that might come back? Yeah, I don't know. We, we, we tried it out and it's always, um, in, I mean, you do something on the show car. A lot of um, things that you do are very influential uh, for the designers. So um, at least it shows that it doesn't always need to be from Chromic. You can, it's possible to do other things. And, and uh, we'd like to try out it. I could imagine to have something like that on a car it would be nice. It would be nice. And let's go around and take a look at the, the rear end of the car too, because again, you've got some very interesting design. I love how you've you've scooped out or scalloped out yeah, around yeah. the taillights. It, it gives it again a three-dimensional look. Yeah. So at the, what we what we did and what we wanted to do is also it comes the uh, aeronautical or the aero theme back again. It's a it's a clear cut off rear end which is very aerodynamic because you get all this the edges all the way hard around. edges for good separation and, yeah, and uh, but at the same time we just didn't want to keep it simple and 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 uh, it was just like one one surface so we did it we did this three-dimensional three effect here on the on the taillights and we have this vertical part here um, that split it up nicely and the diffuser uh, uh, part, uh, carbon fiber part on at the bottom. So um, it's it's very round and sleek at the front and cut off at the back like a bullet. Mm -hmm. it, it very much is. And so all these little design elements are hints at what we might see coming from Kia in production. I think that um, well, I don't really. You know, it's hard to maybe point out what one single element and say this is coming to production. But it's always when you do things like this, it influences the designers and and. Uh, in future production cars you might find the one or the other solution where you say, ah, that, I know that from this, this car, mm -hmm. it came back. You remember the, the queue? Yes, I did. Yes. Uh, when we did the queue, we did not know that it's going to be the Sportage later. <laughs> but uh, the Sportage, uh, when we did it, um, we took a lot of the ideas from the queue and you can see, you can see that. So, yes, you can. Uh, very much so. <laughs> so keep an eye on this car, folks. You might see a future Kia in it. Yeah, but I hope so. <laughs> Peter Schreier, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Very, interesting, yeah. very interesting tour of your car. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's show from the Frankfurt Motor Show. You know, I love talking to the automotive designers. I think they have the most fun in the entire industry. And I gotta thank Jay Mays, Peter Schreier, and Marco Tencone. And join us again next week, where we'll be back for AutoLine This Week.